Proverbs chapter 31, verse 31. Good morning. God bless you this morning. God bless your household. God bless all that you do, the works of your hand in the name of Jesus Christ. Proverbs 31, verse 31. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. Your hands are meant to produce fruits. Fruits. And the fruits produced by your hands should bring honor to you where decisions are made. Honor to you. The works of your hands are meant to produce honor at the gate. We are elders seek to take decisions. Those who abide in him are empowered and enabled to labor, to work with their own hands. And as they work with their own hands with God, the Lord causes whatever they do with their hands to prosper. To prosper. So as men and women, youths and young ones who abide in him, labor with their own hands in him, by him, empowered by grace, enabled by his power, they reap the fruit of their hands. Their gift, spiritual gift, physical gift, talent, finds the greatest expression in God. The call to abide in him is a call to labor and walk in his vineyard with your own hands. With your own hands. As a co-laborer with God. The Bible says we are God's co-laborer. Yes, we are. We are. So with God, you are a co-laborer with God and you are empowered, enabled to labor with him. And walk in his vineyard with your own hands, with your own hands, so that you produce fruits, fruits that will abide. The call to abide in him is not a call to a lazy life, it's not a call to a life of wishful thinking. Many people just sit back and just begin to desire, begin to claim, begin to to wish things to come to pass. The call to abide in him is a call to faithful service. A call to labor with your hands. A call to walk in his vineyard. A call to prayer. A call to intercession. A call to evangelism. A call to soul winning. A call to use your gift for God is not a call to sit and fold your legs. No, it's a call to labor, to labor, to work for him. A call to labor with your hands so that you can reap the fruit of your hands. One of the challenges I see with many Christians today is that they believe that they are called to abide with God or they are called to salvation is a call to rest. Oh yes, is a call to rest. But in that rest we labor. In that rest we walk. In that rest we walk with our own hands. First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 12 
Paul speaking to the Corinthian brethren, he said, And we labor, we labor, working with our own hands. We labor, working with our own hands. Being reviled, we bless. Being persecuted, we endure. In the cause of laboring, in the cause of working for God, in the cause of working with your own hands, you will be reviled. You will be despised. You will be persecuted. You will be jeered mocked at. You will be dishonored by men. But while all this is going on, you must learn to walk with your own hands and bless those who revile you. You must learn to endure even while you are persecuted on the job. Acts chapter 20 verse 32 to 35. Look at what Paul said to the brethren. So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Verse 33. I have coveted no one's silver or gold or apparel. Yes, you yourself know that these hands have provided for my necessities and for those who were with me. You see that? One of the key reasons for covetousness and greediness in our work of faith is when we do not understand the purpose of laboring with our hands, when we do not understand and deploy ourselves and exert ourselves to labor for him, to work for him, to understand the fact that the call to abide in him is a call to labor, a call to work, a call to the field of souls, a call to the field of prayer, a call to the field of intercession, a call to the field of service. Paul said, I have coveted no one silver or gold or apparel. Yes, you yourselves know that these hands have provided for my necessities and for those who were with me. God has given you these beautiful hands and these hands have the capacity, they have the enabled grace of of God to provide for all that you need, to provide for all that you need. Friends, the fruits of your hands have the capacity by the Spirit to meet all, all your needs. You have no need to covet for any man's gold, any man's title, any man's position, any man's resources. The hands you have been given by God have the capacity to produce fruit that will not only satisfy you, but satisfy all those who are with you. Yes, you yourselves know that these hands have provided for my necessities and for those who were with me. Verse 35, I have shown you in every way by laboring, by laboring like this, that you must support 
support the weak. You cannot support the weak unless you labor. You cannot support the weak unless you labor in the world. You labor in doctrine. You labor in prayers. You labor on the field of souls. You cannot sit in and expect things to happen. You need to go out there. You need to step out by faith. You need to look at these hands and not only sing, my hands are blessed, but get out to labor how you know that your hands are indeed blessed is by the fruit produced by your hands. Fruits produced by your hands. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her. I have shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak. And remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Wow! You cannot speak like this until you understand the mystery of laboring with your own hands to produce fruit. Your hands are seeds given to you by the Lord. To produce fruit that will not only feed you, but feed your generation spiritually, physically, and in every way. Still talking about the fruit of the body, we've talked about the fruit of our lips, the fruit of your hands. I want us to talk finally today on the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your land. The fruit of your womb. Deuteronomy chapter 7. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 12 and 13. Then it shall come to pass because you listen to this judgment and keep and do them that the Lord your God will keep you, will keep with you the covenant and the mercy which he swore to your fathers. Verse 13, and he will love you and bless you and multiply you. Somebody say amen. I say the Lord will love you, he will bless you and multiply you. I say it again, the Lord has loved you, he has blessed you and he is multiplying you. Hallelujah. He will also bless Bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your land, your grain and your new wine and your oil, and increase your cattle, the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flock in the land of which is swore to your fathers to give you. The fruit of the womb, the fruit of the womb. The fruit of the womb. The womb is the place of conception. The place where ideas, thoughts, visions, gifts, anointing, talents are nurtured. They are carried and they find expression. They are birthed from the womb. The womb is a delicate place where divine impartation of God is preserved and then released in the process of time. You have a womb in the spirit. I love to say every one of us, we have a womb in the spirit, a place where we conceive, a place where the Lord 
broods on us. He gives us ideas. That's the place where divine ideas are nurtured. That's the place where divine, divine plans and strategies are developed. The womb of the spirit is where structure is given to the vision that God has given unto you. The womb of your spirit is the place where the word of God is, is developed. The word of God grows and prevails. The womb of your spirit is where the reality of the glory of God imparts your soul. If the womb of your spirit is not fruitful, you will not bear fruit. There are visions of God, there are divine ideas of God, there are concepts, there are passions, desires, and deep things of the spirit that God has released unto us. But they must first be conceived, be nurtured, be developed into a clear blueprint that can be implemented. Whether it's in marriage, in ministry, in, in your calling, in your assignment, in your business life, in your family relationships, whatever, in every area, there is an idea, a thought, a concept, a vision a gift, a talent, name it, that has been deposited in you, in the womb of your spirit, by the spirit. And my prayer today is the Lord, the Lord will bless the fruit of your womb. The Lord will bless the fruit of your womb. Because until the fruit of your womb is blessed, the fruit of your land cannot be blessed. It is the fruit of your womb that will influence that which you reap from your land. Yes, yes. Whether it's a business land, whether it's a spiritual land, whether it's whatever. The fruit of your womb influences what you will harvest on your land. That's why it's important to pray and say, Lord, bless the fruit of my womb. The spiritual seed you have deposited in me. The visions, the ideas, the concept, the, the, the thought, the plannings, the visions that you have deposited on the inside. My God and my Father. Bless them, cause them to abound, cause them to grow, cause them to take possession of the land. Let my land produce harvest and let the fruit of my womb in the spirit produce this harvest. Yeah.